0: Come on time. The one other point I'd say, we've gotten to the bottom of the smell. Last night I asked Alan Roth to look at the security footage. Sure enough, there is a skunk that has been hanging out over here. He closed off the gates on the side here, so hopefully we should be okay. It smelled uh, better this morning, at least outside. Uh, still the vestibule, we've got to air that guy out, but uh, hopefully we're heading in the right direction. So thank you for your patience. Continuing in the uh, Hilchot uh, making uh, the bracha on wine within the context of the meal. So we mentioned yesterday that we have a machloket as to what we should do uh, when we have multiple people sitting at a meal. The bracha on wine needs to be said. We said it demands its own bracha even at a meal where we've already washed and said Hamoti. So we said ideally we'd like to have one person make the bracha on behalf of other people when it comes to uh, these types of bracha because of Barova am hadram melech. Uh, there's a greater glory to the king, to Hashem, when there are multiple people involved as opposed to each person doing it on their own. Shekhan Aruch said that when it comes to uh, the, bl- the bracha of uh, wine at a meal, so he says, better that everyone does it themselves because we're worried that people are going to answer Amen, but they're going to have food in their mouth and God forbid they could choke because things can go down the wrong pipe. That was the opinion of the Shekhan Aruch. We mentioned the Ramah says, no, as long as you say Savri, uh, right? Uh, and he says, Savri Rabutai, right? Uh, rabbis, what do you think? Do you think I should make the bracha on our behalf? And he sees that everyone is uh, going to stop what they're doing, they're going to focus, they're going to pay attention, uh, they're not going to have anything in their mouth, so then it, it should be fine, they should be good to go. The Ramah here says, And this, in fact, is our practice, we mentioned last night, they have to make sure that they drink immediately after the bracha, they should technically uh, answer amen, not technically, preferably, answer amen, then drink immediately afterwards. He says, this, is, in fact, is our practice. Uh, he continues to write here, he says that we should specifically say savri, which indicates, uh, like, what do you guys think, right? What is your svara? What's your opinion? Do you think I should make the bracha on behalf of everyone? And again, that's a key to everyone. Stop what I'm doing, focus, make sure I've swallowed everything, right? And then when they, uh, you know, give you the nod, so to speak, you get to uh, continue make that bracha. He says, we don't say, we don't say, do I have your permission, the reason for that, we say beer shoot sometimes in other situations that a lot of people before they say the bracha of hamotzi before other people say beer shoot with your permission. Here uh, we say it's better not to just ask for permission because then they might think like, do you guys mind if I say this bracha out loud? And right, People might not... Uh, be locked into uh, as to what is going on. Therefore, we say specifically Savri, that's like the code for what do you guys think about me making the Bracha on your behalf. And that way, it's much safer. We don't have to say uh, or we should not say birishud. He continues that and He says the same is going to be true any other time. I'm going to be saying a Bracha on wine within the context of a meal. So let's say, for example, uh, Havdalah, if you're going to have a meal afterwards, Kiddush, which we know you always have a meal afterwards. So there also, we always say savri, Good. The uh, Mishnaburah just points out, again, you would only have to do that in a situation where you're going to be making the bracha on behalf of other people, and therefore you need to ask for their permission. Because let's say uh, I'm the guy who's making the bracha on the shel yain at a mila. At a bris so I don't have to say savri because I don't need anyone's permission. I'm not helping them fulfill any mitzvah, and I'm not asking for the permission to make the bracha, right? So I'm good to go. The same would be true at a wedding, I'm not helping you fulfill any mitzvah. You're you're the audience. You get to watch. You're here to enjoy the simcha. But I don't need to ask for your permission, so therefore I don't need to say Bereshud. I don't need to say savri because everyone is uh, locked in, ready to go. One other th- wrinkle that we'll have to discuss, but we're going to put it down, God willing, now, so we can learn hilchot uh, Purim and then Pesach, Svirat Omer, beyond is lachaim. So you know when I say kiddush over here, I'll say savri. And we'll pause for a second, and a lot of people will shout out Lachaim. So why do we do that? So God willing, uh, we'll speak about this at Shalashudas this week. So keep coming back for that. And then tomorrow, hopefully, we'll start speaking about some of Hil- uh, the Hilchot Purim. the